From Noble Robot on East Hennepin Avenue in Aloud, Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk games and game development. I'm Ellen Burns Johnson, and I make nice games. I'm Stephen McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Arthur Groy, I too make nice games. For this week's episode, our topics are licensing and cheating. And so, if everyone is ready, let's start. Stretch it out, stretch. Uh, stretch, stretch. Let's <laughs> start. Oh, you I, were, I, mean, I know, I did it really fast. That right? was a, yeah, that was a, that was a club remix. I guess I had too much caffeine. I don't know. Did you work in another loop of the song? <laughs> <laughs> it was so uh, fast. You're like, a loud Minneapolis is what I thought you said. <laughs> you know what a happened? A loud Minneapolis. Fine. You, you, you did fun. a speed run of the intro. Yeah, that, ah. ah. Good, 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 good. Yeah, I, I was at Summer Games Done Quick all of last week. Um. They fast, y'all. They real fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good time. Um, I, I, uh, listeners will maybe remember that I went last year as well, and I wasn't sure whether or not I was going to go this year, but I did. Um, and it was nicer this t- year because it was not in Bloomington, which is <laughs> <laughs> a suburb very far. Oh, well, not very far, but it's far from me enough to be annoying to get to. Um, this was, was in downtown Minneapolis. Um, so it was, well, every, every year on the show, you would say like, it's, it takes place here. Why don't I go? And then yeah. last year you finally went. Yes. Now it's maybe a tradition. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I had a good time. It's kind of weird this year though. Cause well, it was, uh, more like the previous, uh, summer games on quick. I only been to this one and the, uh, the previous one. Um, but the, from what I understand, there are like normally more events, um, more things are like talks they have, uh, um, they have board games, they have tournaments, they just a couple of tournaments, mm-hmm. um, things like that. So like, there's a bunch of other things you can do aside from just watching speedruns in it. And, um, so I, I, I protecting a lot of that. I've been, uh, somewhat obsessed with the board game spirit Island. Yeah. Um, and I played a lot of that <laughs> while we were at this thing. Listeners may remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that, that was really fun. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, I watched it. I actually, it's kind of weird cause I wasn't as excited to watch a lot of the speedruns mm-hmm. this year. Uh, I think a lot of the speedruns that I did end up wanting to watch, because I remember looking at the schedule, I was like, oh, shoot, I'm really excited for a lot of these things. But then when I was there and trying to go to these, they were, like, really late in the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up just not, like, going to a lot of them as much as I would have wanted to. Yeah. Um, plus, like, Spirit Island took a lot of my time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it, was still, it, was really, it was really fun. I actually, I ran into um, Martha and Dylan there. Hey. They were there. I uh, only ran into them once, which is kind of a shame. I wish that uh, I could have spent more time with them there. But uh, we were watching the Super Mario Odyssey speedrun. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's really fun to do because every time they get a moon, they clap in the <laughs> middle of the thing. But it's really funny because when they get the three moon one and the music's different, no one knows when to clap. <laughs> it's like a bunch of scattered claps. <laughs> That's good. I yeah, insist that so you clap on the downbeat after the music ends. Right. It's that's how it should be, but uh, <laughs> everybody disagrees, I guess. They had come to a consensus where you clap like in between some notes. I'm like, no, that's not how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> so really, it was you that made it everybody off a little bit because you didn't want <laughs> no. really agreeing with the crowd. <laughs> no, the way the way I mean, it, it doesn't matter that you were right. <laughs> <laughs> the way it normally starts is people don't know how to do it, so they all clap, but eventually they reached a consensus somehow a wrong one yeah well i was i was clapping separately <laughs> everybody else would do this and then you just hear a little distance <laughs> it's hilarious um but yeah i don't know it's it's it a good time um it's a good time i if you know you ever find yourself in minneapolis around this time uh because i don't know exactly when they are every year it, you know i would recommend you go to summer games that quick it's in the summer it's in the summer because they're it's summer summer games. summer games, summer games done, quick. done quick um there is a lot of money this year as well and mm-hmm. it's always it's always for a good cause what i really like about summer games done quick and uh awesome games done quick and really just the games done quick uh, whole thing yeah um is that like it's like the most wholesome game <laughs> thing yeah and it's just it's good and it feels good to be there right at the event and everybody is actively trying to be good um, and if they're not, if you're not trying to be good, they kick you out. <laughs> um, I just think, I just think that's, I think that's special. Cause like, I'll, I feel like I oftentimes find myself very frustrated with gamers. I mean, because I make games and gamers are like, oh, these developers are so lazy. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Um, and I, I mean, that's still kind of the case when you go to a game's quick event, but <laughs> they're like, I don't know. They're, they're, it's just. 
the, the, the purpose, everybody there knows what the purpose is for. It's for a good cause. And they understand what the cause is. And what I really, what I really enjoy about being there too at the event is like, it's very clear that, um, um, Doctors Without Borders, which is what the Summer Games on Quake is for, um, is, is it's up front and in the center about like why they're there. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have speed runs and everybody enjoys the speed runs and stuff. And, um, it is about the speed running community. But like the speed running community is there for a purpose, and that purpose is to uh, to for charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I just think that's really cool. Yeah, they're using um, their like their command of their stage that they've built. Yeah. in service of others. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think that's I think that's just great. Um, so it's a good it's a good time. It's worth the week. I uh, stayed up way too late in the last day. <laughs> Heard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how late? How late, Stephen? Six in the morning. It's not great. Uh, they, they have. I mean, the the funny thing about summer games, the quickest, the schedule always goes longer and longer and longer than you expect. It's funny when you're there because, like, you uh, the first, you know, the first day, everything's about on time. But by the time you get to the third day, everything's off by like thirty minutes or an hour. And by yeah, then you get to the end and it's like three hours off because like scheduling is hard. And this yeah. is a week long event. It is funny though because it is is a speed running event. <laughs> yeah, and so like. <laughs> things lagging three hours behind yeah that's funny that's the yeah. thing right it's yeah. the, it's both a speedrunning event that celebrates speedrunning but they're also like trying to explain and display cool speedrunning tricks and yeah stuff. yeah and they're always like we got time yeah let's do this secret thing yeah. this bonus thing <laughs> and everybody loves it so yeah, yeah. why not exactly. you know? basically what they need to do is they need to schedule like ballast hours yeah. that are just there to be eaten by the things behind them they, they do that do they yeah. yes <laughs> It's just still not enough time. Oh, man. People are just having too much fun. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but anyways, that was my last week. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also supposed to explain Spider-Verse in two sentences. Yeah, because you saw Spider-Verse on Saturday. I did. You both did. Yes, yeah. me and Mark. You both did. I did not go because um, I had other things. Yes. We'll get you next. Okay. I will, I will <laughs> describe it in two sentences. Okay. Visually stunning. Two parts. That's like, I did it in four It's not words. a glam project. Yeah, I'll describe either. the entire story in, in, in two <laughs> sentences. Okay. It was pretty good. <laughs> we both did You it. met the criteria. Right, because yeah. it's you only it's only half the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's two parts. It's oh. a two-parter thing. Oh, so there's only, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you're not, I mean, it's, uh, the next one's coming out a year from now. I don't know why these one these part two part movies don't do what the Matrix did, mm. which is release part two and then like four months later release part three. Yeah, like maybe it's just I don't know you you can't maximize your you know uh, marketing surface sure. doing that. But um, I'd say just wait eight months, then watch it, then wait three more months and watch the third. Yeah, actually, like, let's watch it again. Good idea. I like the I like the I really love the first movie. Yeah, yeah, first movie was okay. very good. Second, honestly, the second one was really good too. It's okay, just good. it's yeah. just a part of one. It's part gotcha. of two. Okay, and so I, I found it. To be kind of frustrating. Yeah, it makes it really hard to like think about how you how you all really feel about it. You're like, yeah. oh, I had a, a lot of fun, and then it ended, and that was a bummer. Mm-hmm. And then like I can't really say much more until I see the rest oh, of it. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah it's okay. not a full complete thought. Oh. So. Huh. Hence Mark's one sentence. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. You think like a movie like Empire Strikes Back, which has kind of a of a cliffhanger ending, yeah, but also does end. Right. right. It completes like, a bunch the, of stuff. There are right. stories that complete. Yeah. And isn't really. It seems like this one is. Uh, um, the first part of it ends about 30 minutes before the movie ends. Yeah. And then the it the story picks up and picks up and then it stops. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, very, weird. very okay. weird. All right. Yeah. Now I want to watch just experience the weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to complain about because it it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. But I still kind of want to complain about it. Yeah. That's how I felt too. Yeah. <laughs> so why weren't you at this movie with us? Well, I, I had an event that I had um rsvp two many many weeks ago uh-huh. uh i had a friend who did like a gin party gin he calls it gin season opener so he and one of his longtime like buddies uh do a bunch of like they invent a bunch of cocktail recipes oh all involve gin because gin is a summer drink uh, and like it is i guess okay and then whatever <laughs> yeah yeah i'm never gonna say no to a gin i mean i will say no to a gin and tonic lots of times but like not because it's winter. Does that uh, make sense? Right. Anyway, so they, and then like he has, they have like this open house, house party and people come over like during the day and stop by for a bit and yeah. have snacks and yeah. try out their cocktails and stuff. So right. we went to that and that was, it was my birthday. So I slept until 11. <laughs> <laughs> Very 
carry the lead. It was your birthday. Yeah, it was my birthday. That was your birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Thank happy you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, we tried. We got happy listeners birthday. to wish you a happy birthday last year. Maybe it was the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, have at it, folks. Yes. <laughs> we missed it. And we're now even two weeks past because of calendar math. That's right. fine. Uh, but let's get those birthday wishes rolling in. Uh, NiceGames.club slash feedback. <laughs> at NiceGamesClub on Twitter. Yep. On Macedon. Yep. Uh, NiceGames.club slash Discord. Yep. Yeah. I'm all in there. Or, or it's, it's good. You don't have to. <laughs> Wish Ellen a happy 30-something. So, yeah, 30-something. Uh, yep. 30-something. I'll let you know when it changes from 30-something to something else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Should we get into the meat and potatoes? Yeah. So uh, I'm going first today talking yes. about licensing, yes. which is a really broad topic because I wanted to talk about conceptually yeah. by using some examples because yeah. there's a couple of different places as a game developer that this touches your life. Yeah. But I think it is really helpful. I think a lot of people learn a little bit about how something is licensed yeah, and then they learn about how something else is licensed and they don't understand the concept that that connects those things. Yeah. And so they have oh. to keep learning it over and over again with, yes. instead of just learning the conceptual thing. Do they li- oh. do things license differently? Well, yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's simple and not simple, I guess. All but right. let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> so I put together an outline and I had the two of you kind of look through it and sort of like maybe pepper me with questions. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's my first question, actually. Does licensing work differently in different cases? Yeah. And maybe that's too big. I don't know. Well, the thing about, I mean, licensing is as a concept yeah. is pretty simple. It's just okay. contract, right? Right. So it tends to work it, in, in, in usage. Mm-hmm. It's like a standard contract, oh. right? So you don't negotiate a license most of the time. Oh. Now, okay. you can. And, and there are definitely cases where you would do, mm-hmm. um, but you'd more likely call that a contract to like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is all colloquial terminology, really. But when you think about like the things you license, like the music that you buy, the TV shows you watch, the assets that you use in your game, mm-hmm. generally those are things that you license under a, under terms that exist already. Yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. And so so th- they it can vary widely, but at its core, all it is is just an agreement. Okay. Um, for some consideration, you are able to use this under the terms specified in that, that oh. license. There's no, there's no, there are categories that are like reused. Mm-hmm. You see the same license under things for convenience sake. Like the, the Creative Commons license or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and that's a great example of one where mm-hmm. you, th- that you provide no consideration yeah. and you get to use it. Yeah. Right. For like a CC zero uh, license or something, which means that you don't have to credit those. You know, these all have to, I'm not going to get into the details on what's what you sure. can look all this stuff up mm-hmm. and you will have to, as you use these things. Mm-hmm. But, um, it ultimately just means like under what terms can you make use of this and what, what use can you make of it? So the different licenses then like, okay. So for instance, if I wanted to take a sound, because I'm, I'm more familiar with this when I had to go to like freesounds.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I had to take a sound, they have different types of licensing. If I wanted to take a sound, I would need to pay attention to what kind of licensing that sound uses to see whether or not this sound can be used in my game. Essentially, you need to pay so much attention because if you don't, you are committing a crime. Ah, like, oh, okay. That's, the, that's good to know. That's the, that's what it comes down to, right? Yeah. Like, and it's it's actually... It's like a logistical ordeal. Okay. If you're like going to, especially for like a site like Freesound mm-hmm. or a place that offers royalty-free things for free. Yeah. Um, th- sometimes a lot of those, I always, always say, if you cannot be bothered with with keeping track and like a detailed spreadsheet and providing detailed credits in, in your games, mm-hmm. just search for CC0. Yeah. That's like a quick tip. That's what you. I did right away. It's because then you know that it's licensed essentially completely open. It's as much public domain as a license holder, as a copyright holder, is allowed under the law to offer, mm. right? You can't actually, as an individual, put something you create in the public domain. Like, oh, that's not something okay. you can actually do. Mm. Like, you, you own it. You have the copyright. You can't remove your own copyright. Yeah. You can license it away. You can sell it. You, can, you know, But you can't give it free to everybody. Oh, okay. um, but a CC0 basically just means that you, you provide everyone a license to use it however they want, and they do not need to credit you. Okay. That's essentially in practice what a public domain piece of work is but it is still a licensed piece of work at the end of the day and uh, and to to clarify for my own sake so i don't get break the law i guess uh, (laughs) if you if you use one of these things and it's just like a personal project and you don't like release it anywhere is that infringing on these licenses ah that's actually interesting because i think a lot of people think about like um, what fair use is, mm-hmm. and they confuse fair use with the different kinds of licensing that's okay. available to them. Okay. Um, and 
in the case, a lot of Creative Commons license do specify commercial or non-commercial use. Yeah. In general, if you are using something that is personal to you, mm -hmm. that you are not distributing to anybody, mm -hmm. then you are actually not using it. Oh, okay. Right? Like, like broadly speaking. Yeah. You, now, uh, someone could certainly write a license that yeah. says you are not allowed to play this in your backyard. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Licenses could say anything. I suppose. They generally don't. Yeah. But, um, but most of the things you encounter will be about commercial usage. Yeah. Now, what constitutes commercial use? That can be fuzzy, right? And that can okay. be argued. But for example, if you're using something and it's in a portfolio piece yeah. and you're showing it off at, um, to recruiters, you can make an argument that that's not, you're not using that in a commercial way. You're not distributing it. Sure. But you could also make the case that, well, that is something that you are using in derivative works that you are using to further your, the commercial aims of your career. Yeah. But that's not, the use itself is not commercial, but your aims are commercial. Like, these are things that, like, ultimately have to get tested in court if they get tested. Yeah. And that's why no one knows the answers to these things definitively. Oh. Because okay. the, it, all, it has to be tested in court and everyone's scared to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, all of this stuff, a lot of this stuff essentially is, like, we, you live in a society. <laughs> Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That clarifies <laughs> things, though. Generally, personal use. Mm. I mean, just like how you can copy a CD and keep an, a copy for you know in case the first one gets scratched. Sure. Like you're not distributing it. You're not actually the right to copy is not being violated because yeah. you're not actually making a copy in that sense. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah. uh, you know what do words mean, but sure. Yeah. So, okay, that makes sense. So the court sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose. So theoretically, then, if I like, if I'm making it for myself and nobody else really sees it, then it's not a problem. If I make it for myself and then I give it to my brother because I don't know he's interested in it, I guess, then it's like maybe fuzzy or whatever. But it kind of is okay. Ah, see, so this oh, is where okay. I made a little bit of a mistake describing it as commercial use, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because um, the other thing that people say is, well, I'm not making any money from it, right? So it's still fine. Yeah, that's not what what copyright is for okay. it's the right to copy yeah. it is not the right to sell or own or or, or make money from or profit okay. from it's so that's why when people get really frustrated with say nintendo because they don't release a certain old game on a new platform or whatever yeah. like that's annoying it's legitimately annoying you are right you are correct to be angry about it mm. but you are not owed that right yeah. one of the things about copyright that most people really just do not understand especially people who like to sort of lean into like well when is it okay to pirate something and there are you know, answers to that question, right? I'm, I'm not, I'm not an absolutist on that at all. Yeah. Um. I'm also, a, to be clear, I'm, I'm a proponent of extremely wide fair use doctrine mm. interpretations. Mm -hmm. Extremely wide. Okay. But the right to distribute something includes the right to have it not distributed. Oh. It belongs yeah, okay. to you. Just because if you don't put it on, on for sale, that does not make it free. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I think that is. It is very exhausting when people say things like that. Well, but otherwise, no one would have it. It's like, you're right. Someone gets to decide that no one has it. It's their right. Yeah. It's not okay, your right. Yeah. It's not, you don't, you know, and this includes, fair. It includes very frustrating things like video game preservation. Yeah. Like if a company doesn't want their work preserved, that is their right. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, what happens when, you know, there are things like libraries and history and those yeah. things, those can be overriding concerns mm -hmm. and those can be arguments made. Mm -hmm. But generally, I think when people start thinking about like, well, I can't get a hold of the copyright owner because, you know, they don't leave an address anywhere. It's just sitting out on the internet. Like I did my best, but, you know, I guess I can use it now. Mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that it is very frustrating because I think people use their ignorance and then draw that conclusion in good faith a lot of times. Yeah. That's the other frustrating thing is it's hard to get mad at that because there's no, a lot of times there's no malicious intent. There's like, well, this feels like the moral thing, the moral solution. And it doesn't seem like a problem, but you're there, you're not considering the sort of the, you know, who has the rights and what those rights entitle you to, what they mean, mm, right? Okay. Yeah. Because you're thinking of other concerns that, yeah. that you can make an argument or greater, but that's not the winner of that argument. Well, yeah, right? that, that argument has been made and decided on by the courts. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Um, but why, why was this, th so like if public domain is a thing, where did this evolve separately? Like where did this idea of licensing come from? So it's because it, the first things that were licensed was, was written works and okay. that includes music, the music publishing. Okay. That's why to this day, music songwriting is published separate from recordings. Um, but you don't have game design documents published separately from final games, right? Yeah, okay. Right, um, okay. Because uh, that, but that's a little quirk of history. Um, but basically, it's like it's like how the patent system works. 
If I'm an artist and I want to distribute my work, mm-hmm. well, I could I could, you know, write it down and sell copies of it. But then what's to stop anyone from doing the same from thing. just copying it? Like there's just no mechanism to stop them from doing it. Yeah, that. okay. Because it's I mean, if you own a physical thing, why why can't you do anything with it? Yeah. Like what is the logic for that? And that's why like intellectual property is its own separate term. Right. Because it says to that artist, okay, in order so that you can actually distribute this to so that art can get out there in the world. Because the, the important thing of it, and I think that it, uh, that copyright is very important. And why these things need to have contracts related to the material contained within rather than the actual physical thing that they are is because it got it gets art out of the upper class. It gets it out of the the salon of the rich patron. Yeah. It gets it out of the opera house and it gets it into the beer hall and it gets it into the corner shop and it gets it, you know, distributed to the working class mm-hmm. because there are protections in place in order to allow such a wide distributions. Um, and that is a cornerstone of society in a way of, of modern society in a way that I think is not well appreciated. Mm. And that it leads to the sort of simple f- truth that like intellectual property needs to be licensed. And it is the, it is, it is why everything is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's something that it really needs to be appreciated, you know? Um, but it all stems from that core idea. Okay. And that's why there's no, that's why a license can be anything. Cause it starts from the fact that like, Independent of your physical ability to have or move or create or duplicate, yeah, you need the you need the right you need the permission to do it. Okay, as well. I'm, I'm now I'm thinking about all the projects I've done and whether or not I've <laughs> assets that I yeah. shouldn't have. Don't, uh, don't say anything you will regret. <laughs> we can cut it from the podcast, but it that's is in the a, that's a rough part about this too, because yeah. like especially if you're a student or you yeah. are not making any money, mm-hmm. it's really hard to see the harm. Well, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't taught any of this stuff in school. Yeah. So, like, how am I supposed to know it if I don't know it until you get in trouble yeah. for not knowing it? Well, it's amazing how many memes you see. There's, like, it's a style now on YouTube yeah. that people use watermarked uh, stock photos mm. in YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. It's, like, a style. It's, like, a meme style. Yeah, yeah. As kind of a joke. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm just making my in- independent things. Here's a thing. I didn't pay for it because there's the little watermark. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. Yeah. And it's, like... Yeah, that's that is funny. Yeah, and that that itself is a, is a, a um a, a transformative work, mm, right? Mm. And we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. But it also is stealing things, like yeah. in a way that is just accepted. And yeah. I, it's so strange to me, mm-hmm. you know. Well, like I said, I, I think a lot of it is just like it's 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 an under it's a lack of understanding. Like, yeah. I didn't know a lot. Of it's this a stuff. broad ignorance. When yeah. it's like, oh, I can download this watermark photo, mm-hmm. but I have to pay for the real one. Yeah, that is not how it works. Right, <laughs> you have to pay to use that image. Yeah, like it, the watermark is just to make it make it hard for make it inconvenient for you to steal. Yes, but when you decide you don't care, then suddenly the watermark isn't doing its job, right. and you're right. just stealing it's, it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, it's interesting though because I. I feel like also when it comes to enforcement, yeah, you know, like if you are a student and you oops didn't know and you used something that didn't have use this the, the sound effect from resound.org wasn't quite free or had a different license on it and you didn't do the proper attribution. I mean like if the person who created that asset mm-hmm. were to find your game and be like hey that's my thing do you pay for it whatever did you i don't see that you didn't credit me like it says in my license you have to do yeah um people would be more forgiving of someone who's a student and who isn't making any money off their game and so on yeah. and so forth oh. if like a youtuber with three million followers grabs a watermarked photo or a series of watermarked photos from shutterstock and then uses them in their in their video that they're making ad revenue off of like that becomes more of an issue Yes, and that's the sort of like the real politic of it all. Right. Right. And that's I mean that's that's why streaming uh video games works, right? Everyone gets mad at Nintendo because Nintendo's very old-fashioned about I'm going to use Nintendo's example because they're very sort of old-fashioned by the book. Yeah. But like everyone's like, "Oh, uh, you know, why are they taking down streams? Why are they monetizing my Mario Kart stream?" It's like cuz it's their work you're showing. You're not you're it's not transformative, you're just displaying their work. Mm-hmm. And like that it's like, "Well, it's free advertising." Still, still their work. Yeah. And like, as independent game developers, we're like, please, please stream my game. Right. Because it has a greater benefit. But that's why, that is why nobody sues streamers. Mm-hmm. That is what, but it isn't, it is entirely a violation of copyright. Like, 
the argument whether it's right or not is one thing, sure. but it is not fair use. Mm. And it and copyright holders, game developers, publishers, they have the right to tell you to take it down. Okay. Now, now no one is ever going to. Right. And it's like a bad PR move. Yeah. And maybe morally, it's a bad thing. Yeah. But they, but they do have that right. Sure. I have a question. Yeah. This is me pushing on that idea a little bit because I hope it'll help me understand a little bit more. Right. How is that different from me strapping on a pair of Nikes and then like, or an entire outfit of Nike? Yeah. Nike everywhere. I don't own a lot of Nike. It's just <laughs> the first brand name that came into my head. You could say Lululemon or whatever yeah. crazy brand thing you want to you wanna say. So like, I'm head to toe in Nike. I've got the Nike headband. I've got the Nike jersey. I've got the Nike. Picturing it now. <laughs> Nike everything. Uh-huh. The Nike tracksuit and crazy yellow Nike shoes. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Or like gold. Like, was it Michael, was it Michael Johnson? Ran in the 96 Olympics. I'm so old now. Anyway. Okay. So you're. I've lost the picture. <laughs> I don't look like Michael Johnson. <laughs> I don't look like him. Probably not that surprised. Um, anyway, so you're jogging along and you're get, you're like recording yourself doing some jogging thing. Right. Head to toe in Nike. Yeah. Why? And Nike owns their logo. Yeah. Why can't they sue you for being like head to toe in their brand? Why can't? Because. What's the difference? There's. Two elements to this. Okay. First, Teach me. is that there's like sort of an implicit, like they sold you, the it's it's, it's an implicit license uh-huh. to display it out in the world mm-hmm. because you bought it for that purpose. They sold it to you for that reason, mm-hmm. right? It's not it's not so that it's not because they get their logo out and that's advertising. Yeah. It's because you are not distributing a copyrighted work by wearing it on your shirt. Yeah. Okay. That's why you can wear. Like mm-hmm. you can design, you can you can draw a logo of your favorite thing on a t-shirt and wear it to the mall. But if you're filmed for an interview, they have to blur it out because they're distributing it. But you wear it, wearing walking around with it, or posting a picture oh. on YouTube or on, on on Facebook or whatever is not the same thing. Okay. Even though, literally, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's why fair use is always de- is is best determined on a case by case basis. Yeah. Because these things are, I mean. When people are like, oh, it's so confusing, like copyright and trademark. It's like, well, apply some common sense to the situation at hand, and then most people will agree. Mm-hmm. And that's general. It, it, but it's frustrating because we want, a, we want a, a, an applicable standard that we apply to all situations. Yeah. The second reason that is not an issue, and this is also why um, you'll watch television and you'll see like a soda can and have a big sticker on it to block the logo. Yeah. They're not trying to protect themselves from copyright infringement. What they're trying to do is not give free advertising to whatever soda thing is because that's a trademark issue generally like nike owns the copyright to their logo essentially but the word nike for example is not they don't copyright the word nike Mm -hmm. one because it's a greek god but also because it's just not it's too insubstantial to hold a copyright yeah um and so but they have the trademark to it right which means that only they can trade in a marketplace using that it's actually quite a very different concept but if you're making a movie and you're shooting out in the world getting some footage you don't have to blur all the company logos Logos. Yeah, they put them out there. Yeah, like it's you're not distributing it; they're distributing it. Okay, right? Like but then you're distributing the movie that has the footage of Nike in it. Right, but what you're distributing is your movie. You're not using their work as a component of your movie, even right. though it technically is in it. So this is why no, nope, it makes it be, sense. It can it, it seems like it bends your brain, but when you just think about it practically, yeah, like oh no, that is right. right. You're not. I'm not distributing that Pepsi machine right. just because it was in the shot, or right. even just because I had a person, a character, walk up and say, "Oh, you know, I, I'm trying to get my Pepsi out of this Pepsi machine." Yeah. Like that, you're still not. You you're not violating Pepsi's copyright, even if you write it into your script. Right, mm-hmm. but if you are, if it's like you write a story about a living Pepsi machine. Right. And that becomes a different thing. That's exactly that is exactly the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels can feel subtle, but then when you when you if you're not looking at it mathematically and just thinking about it like an average person would, yeah. it suddenly just makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Um and I think that's people think of copyright and 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 ownership and trademark as this complicated thing. And when they think about it as this complicated, unknowable thing, it prevents them from just coming up with just the obvious solutions to a lot of these situations. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Because like trying to make sense of this is like I'm going, I'm going, my brain is going back to the fair use conversation we had because you did another um, episode on that topic and like had him like twist my brain into the right knots to make sure it all fit in the right place. And I'm trying to do the same thing here and I don't have to. Yeah. That's relief. I do. I'm still confused, but I'm trying to get it better. You probably didn't break any laws. Well, okay. So (laughs) 
I'll wrap up this topic with sort yeah. of a case study, okay. um, which is about fonts. fonts. And fonts. fonts. Fonts is really interesting fonts. as we're all get detailed, but it's really I'm bringing this up just to sort of explain the difference between like use and distribution and what a license can cover, okay. right? So if you have a font in your game yeah. um, and you use it for your UI, basically when you own that font, you have the right to use it in your works, okay, right? Yep. Like if you have, if you have a, a font installed on your computer and it's legitimately installed, mm -hmm. the license you have to it is to use it, mm -hmm. right? That's all you're really doing. Now, what? But it's a video game, and it's you can decompile it. And sometimes it's not all you know. What, a person can just open up the file. So what happens if you, in order to display it in your UI, yeah, you you know, uh, I think these days we make do bitmap fonts so that we get into that. But yeah. um, you can also distribute the font, and then your game will will render the font. But in order to do that, you have to just put the font file in your game. Right. That now we're in the distribution territory. Okay. Because someone can just without a ton of effort take it out yeah now you could obfuscate that you can make it very difficult and then you may feel and in fact you may in fact be like in the clear there that you're not distributing it because okay. what you're actually doing is you're essentially like you know shipping a, a, a locked safe you know with with the understanding no one will be able to open it yeah. right um knowing that you know it's possible still like there's there's thresholds sure, to sure. reasonability for these sorts of okay, things okay yeah um, one thing as, as game designers that sort of helps us in favor in this case is that very often we don't ship font files with our games. What we do is we, we convert them into bitmap fonts so they'll be rendered by GPUs. So in a quirk of technical, you know, uh, happenstance, uh -huh. the way we tend to render out fi uh, uh, font files means we're not actually distributing the original file that we, that we license. Oh. Hmm. Isn't that kind of weird? That's cool. Yeah. Because if you get that bitmap, thing like it will it'll see all the letters there in bitmap mm -hmm. but then one you can't use that in word yeah and two that's no different than displaying all the letters in your ui right yeah that's on literally screen, what it's right for. Yeah. someone could eat someone could copy it that way too mm -hmm. because there's an understanding of how fonts work what the user the end user sees or is, has right that's why when you distribute pdfs They'll have fonts in them, but then they'll be encrypted mm -hmm. because um, that that makes them safe to distribute. Right. Um, even right. though you can break that encryption, extract that font, yeah. Yeah. and then it's yours. Yeah. And then you could maybe say that the person who sent that PDF to you distributed that font to you. But again, real politic. It's the real world. This is right. the situation we've, we've come across. Okay. So, that's a, that, so if you think about that in terms of like all the third-party assets you use, you know, uh, if you use them in your game, especially like a 3D model, then yeah. that 3D model is in your files. Yeah. Right. So you are you distributing it? Well, you're not distributing it in the same manner that it that it came to you. Yeah. You're not selling it, but someone could decompile your game and get that asset. It's where it gets kind of fuzzy. Mm -hmm. But again, like how else are you gonna do it? <laughs> yeah. Also, you read the license and it says you can use it in your game. Mm -hmm. Then that just covers you. Then, yeah. right, 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 right. Regardless of the, any of the potential negative outcomes. You are, that's why the license, the actual understanding the license is important because sometimes it could be, uh, you're allowed to use this as reference to, to make your own work, or yeah. you're allowed to use this in, you know, in, in non-commercial things, or is, you know, or you're allowed to use this commercially, but you're not allowed to use it under this circumstance. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so understanding those licenses is really important to know what you can actually do and not just that, well, I, I bought it off a thing. I downloaded it. It's the same format as this other thing. So it must work the same way. Yeah. That's often true, mm -hmm. but it's not always true. Yeah. Right. And so music, um, you know, um, uh, fonts and, and, and other types of assets tend to, you just got to like, just double check these things. Okay. You know? Yeah. This is all starting to make, it's making sense to me now. And in, in reminded of like how, uh, different mods are licensed. Uh, hmm. cause like, yeah. you know, they'll oftentimes be like, you can use this mod in your work or whatever. Um, or in your in your other works, uh, your other mods, and sometimes they'll be like, "Don't use this mod unless you credit me," or blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's interesting. Um. But it, yeah, it 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 all is makes sense. You 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 do you do have to take it case by case. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and it's it's hard, but mm. you gotta mm -hmm. it, the and the more you understand these things conceptually, the easier it will be just to review these things. Yeah. You know, the more confident. And that's the thing about having confidence that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. That you understand it and that you're respecting the work that you that you that you, you purchased a license to, mm -hmm. you didn't purchase the work. Yeah. Right? The, the, even though you put that mod in your game, even though you changed it a little bit, yeah. like that is, that material is still, the copyright is still owned by the, the, the creator. Yeah. You've just licensed it for a particular use. It might be a broad license. Um, but the more you understand that, the, the, each time you sort of like get that in your head of how it works, it does get easier and easier to think of it 
as you go. Okay. And last thing, think about that for your own works. If you're distributing yeah. assets, if you're distributing your game, if you're giving away for free on itch or something, think about like how you might want to make sure that like, well, if it's, if it's something, if you're just reading short source code in particular, like how you want to make sure that it's licensed. Do you want it to be open source? Okay, it's open source. People can look at it, but do you right. want to make it also freely distributable? Right. Do you, like there are other types of open source, and that's a whole other topic. Mm. Um, but think about it not just for the work you use, but for your own work. Yeah, okay. Right? Speaking of our own work. Ooh, Steven. Yeah, I'm on it. Glom. We're talking about it again. Oh. <laughs> that's what you meant. <laughs> Never mind. Glom. <laughs> NiceGames.club slash clown. You can buy it today, right now. It is out. It's actually been out for a week. You so could have bought it yesterday. You could have bought it yesterday. Think of how silly you must feel right now. I know. You don't know. That you didn't. You could have had her. But right? you can fix that. Yes. Go buy the game. Um, it's great. It's fun. It's a great party game. It's a great, frankly, it's just a, it's a good game because it's also, it's not just a party game, but it's also like a thinking game. It's like yeah. creative. It's so fun. I like to describe it as silly but thoughtful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is not two things you see together very often. Yeah. Um, I'm very proud of us for that. Yeah, we did good. It's like a, it's a good comedy game. Yeah, in that way, that's a good way. I like silly, silly but thoughtful. Mm-hmm. It's like good comedy is silly but thoughtful. That's mm-hmm. great. That's great. Yeah, there's something about laughing. There's something about feeling clever and laughing at the same time. Yeah, it's the best that is feeling. such a satisfying feeling. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh. And I won't say that this game will improve your mood and make your day better. Yeah. But you know, go buy Glom. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Icegames.club slash glom. G-L-O-M. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Yeah. Speaking of short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it doesn't work. Yet. Lightning doesn't, work. doesn't strike twice. <laughs> Not in one episode of Nice Games Club anyway. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> so I have been thinking about this and doing research. And the more that I think about it and the more that I research, the more that I want to say. <laughs> okay. So we're going to um, split this topic into probably two parts. The first of which will be now. And the second of which will be a special sometime in the future. Um, but what I want to do is just kind of think about you know how like I often ask a bunch of fundamental questions about a topic uh-huh. and then we talk about it for a while and I'm like, oh, wow, I haven't thought about it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, we run sound, out of- We sound just like that. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and then then we like run out of time before we actually get to the practical applications and we kind of blah, blah, blah at the end. Uh-huh. Well, I want to dedicate more time to the practical applications. So yeah. that, that's going to be the part two. And the You're part- preempting the uh, audience disappointment <laughs> in the completeness of this topic. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? We just talked about Spider-Verse. Right first part one. This is cheating part one. It's on theme then. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. We set okay. it up at the beginning and yeah. but also we bring it around. When you propose this as a topic, I'm like, we've done that before. It's just that it's come up a lot. Yeah. But we've never been able to really devote time to it. Yeah. So this yeah. is this is a good plan. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. excited to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all, we we came up with this plan together an hour ago over Tater Tots. Oh, it's a good plan, Ellen. <laughs> good, good job. Okay. All right. <laughs> um yeah, so th- today we're going to do the more conceptual, like, basic stuff and yeah. some story time. Yeah. And then next episode, the next time we get to part two, we'll do a special and we'll talk about, okay, well, what the heck do you do about it? Mm. And the answer will, of course, be it depends. <laughs> but it, then we'll spend an hour talking about what it depends on. Sure. Anyway, okay, so today, cheating, part one. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about some examples of cheating or maybe some things that are cheating and, like, what makes them cheating and yeah. have you done this before? And sure, sure. Stuff like that. Okay. So the first example, you've you've played Monopoly. Everyone has suffered through Monopoly. Um, have you ever had the opportunity to be the banker? Yes. In my house, there was no banker. Really? We, just, we just had the tray out. Freaking communist. And then we kind of all shared the <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> no. Which I think is why we had less fun than even most people. Oh, that explains so much. Yeah. So, so it was like in the middle and everyone was like a watchdog on the bank? I think no one had the um, commitment to care enough. I think we're just like, oh, the rules are this is how it works. Okay, then, you know, people just grab money when they needed it. Mm, like, Oh, uh-uh. nope, couldn't do that. Sorry. <laughs> you had a lot of cheaters in your in your. No, house. we didn't necessarily have cheaters, but we were concerned about it. <laughs> ah, that's good. 
that is such a platonic ideal of like how games work, right? Yeah. Yep. It's like you trust everybody, but you got to keep your eye on them. Yeah. <laughs> you trust them because you're keeping your eye on them. Right, right. So in my family, we had more of a blind trust approach. Okay. And found out years later that my sister, who always played the banker, mm-hmm. we thought that she was playing the banker because she would just get bored. She was the youngest, right? She's yeah. my younger sister. Yeah. No, she was stealing the whole time. What? She revealed this like a couple of years ago. She's like, oh, no, I always cheated at Monopoly. Whenever I was the banker, I was oh, always taking cash. I love everything about this. <laughs> everything. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> so. No one's time was ruined. <laughs> right. She got some, she was bored by Monopoly because it's boring, wow. but then got to find some fun in it okay. at the expense of essentially nobody. <laughs> disagree. I mean, what's the, on, the only thing? What's I, a little grand larceny? <laughs> the only thing I disagree with is your first point in that some time was wasted and we were playing Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Anyway. Um, okay. So sis- taking money from the bank during Monopoly, cheating or not? Yes. I mean, I want to say no. Yes. Cheating, but it doesn't matter. Uh, cheating, but have at it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stephen's like, no. Yeah. We would have a hard time playing Monopoly <laughs> Well, okay. I actually am kind of a rules guy. So yeah. I think it's a case of like, if, if you know, for a family game yeah. when no one is really that invested, yeah. and then you find out later, who cares? No, I agree right? with that. Yeah. No, if this was happening in my house. If it's the kind well, of thing that would have set someone if they found out during the game, then you're actually introducing a lot of risk yeah. to family fun time. Yeah, I mean that's interesting. We all, we you know we could have played something else, but like we could have always played Hearth. There's always Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, like she might have been eight when she was doing this, and I would have been twelve because I'm four years four years older than her, and eight plus four is twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, Checks out. <laughs> can't do calendar math though. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I think twelve year old me might have been upset because twelve year old me was probably kind of an idiot, but like thirty <laughs> something year old me is. Less of an idiot, right? And doesn't care. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thinks it's really funny, <laughs> right? What does thirty-something-year-old me think then? What does it mean for me? Because I would care. Only you can answer your question about whether you would be mad if Charles cheated at Monopoly. I absolutely would. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. so upset. Okay. Next, anyways, <laughs> next example. Next example. Yes. So one of the very first video games I learned how to play. Mm-hmm. This is weird, right? I mean, like Super Nintendo, yes, but then like on computer, I had a friend. When I was a kid, um, who got me a little more into computer games. Because I used yeah. to, this is where I used to play computer games with my grandpa. Because mm-hmm. he was into computer games. Cool. And my grandpa was into computer games. He had me like play Commander Keen. It was amazing. Aww. Um, And then I would go, whenever I was over at grandma and grandpa's house, I'd go visit my friend. And um, he had like a fancy, fancy computer and all the latest game stations and Segas and stuff. Yeah. And he also had StarCraft. And so he taught me how to play StarCraft and showed me all the cheats. So uh, then I went home and I got StarCraft and I didn't really care about playing <laughs> playing the campaign the right way. I just wanted to have lots of caterpillars. Yeah. Yes, they're reavers, but they were caterpillars mm-hmm. yeah. and all the archons because they're cool. Mm-hmm. And they say really cool stuff like power overwhelming. You know, like who doesn't want to hear that? <laughs> so, of course, like I start the campaign up and the instant the first thing I'm showing the money and like, yeah, anyway. So I have all the things. And I'm blowing through the story because when you have all the resources, of course, you're going to blow through the story. It doesn't uh-huh. matter. And it's because it, it's not really about the story for me at this point. It's just about me flattening the map yeah. with a 20 reverse or whatever. So um, is that cheating? Yes. No. Yes. Tell me. Tell me why, Steven. I mean, it, because the rules have been established, but the game gives you an option to not do that. But it's like a... Mm, so know that. Mm, no. Mm. It is cheating. <laughs> I didn't even have to argue with him. No, you don't. Because I don't have a fully fleshed concept on it. I just wanted to say it was cheating. Okay, we'll come back to you. Okay. Mark. Um, because you changed the rules. Okay, tell me more. Curses. Well, now you're following the rules. They're, oh, just, yeah. they're just up to you. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Steven hates it. That's a good answer. That's why I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's cheating because the develop no, but the developers give you the tools to change the rules. Exactly. But the yeah. tool is it is 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 labeled as a cheat, right? It's not intended. Well, here's the thing. I mean, listeners know that I'm a huge advocate for like developer intent, yeah. right? So you were not playing the developer intended experience. Yes. But that's fine. That doesn't mean you're cheating. That just means you're playing something else with your own. Yeah. Rules. Okay. How like, can the- like I might have objections to it on some grounds. Sure. Um, but not these grounds. Yeah. Oh no. Well, well. Okay. First off, when it's, it, 
if someone is cheating, I don't necessarily. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing when I say it is cheating. Sure. Unless it's, tribal, yeah, unless it's Charles. <laughs> right. Um, but because, like, ultimately, you know, StarCraft is your own game, so you should do whatever the heck you want with it. If you want to mod it so that you have all the money, you don't even have to use the cheat. If you just want to change the game and do your own thing, I guess that's fine. But do what you want with your own thing. Everything's a reaver. Sure. Reavers and Zerglings coming together. Yes, all of those words are words, I guess. Uh, I don't know anything about Starcraft. Uh, Apparently not. He's a little Zerg- younger than us. <laughs> There's Zergrush. That's all I know. Okay. Uh, anyways, you can do what you want with it. But I still think that uh, the developers created a game with, these certain, with this certain rule set, mm-hmm. intending for you to have a certain limit on your money or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, your resources. And using that cheat breaks that rule. Which is cheating. Then why they put the code in there? Because, well, frankly, they probably put it in there so they could use their own things to figure out the game so they could develop it. Yeah, that's an, that, that's an interesting distinction that, like, I don't care about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but it is, like, it, the developer put those things in, but very friendly sometimes just for debug. Yeah. Maybe they didn't care if people found it, but, yeah. like, I don't think a lot of times those cheats, and sometimes, yes, but mm-hmm. a lot of times those cheats are not meant for player use. Right. Even if they're not necessarily restricted from player use. Sure. Um. But that doesn't change my opinion at all yeah. because it's still just your rules. Like, right. Ultimately, it doesn't change my opinion either. I just cl- classify that as yeah, yeah. cheating. But like, you can do what you want. Sure. Yeah. You're not, I used it to create a loss of reverse. It doesn't make me a bad person. Right. I killed all the other aliens. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't make me a bad person. Right. <laughs> okay. You tell your therapist that? <laughs> so no. what, what's a few hundred thousands dead? <laughs> Just, I mean, in my heart, I'm a good person. <laughs> no, one, no one likes the Terrans. They're all criminals. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Um, okay. Oh, so, um, next one. Uh-huh. Well, real quick, I think what this is getting at is like, the what do Because we, we've said this on the show before. Yep. It's okay to cheat. Yes. And so, the but but that's using Steven's definition of cheating. Yeah. I think when you ask me if it's cheating, I say no. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, it's not bad. So it's all, I mean, it's all just, what are words? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Episode's over, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I just like the define. Well, con- yeah. the connotation is important. Yes, yes, yes. Because like cheating means something in some context. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and we've, in this conversation, we've sort of, uh, without saying it, agreed that cheating is when you cross the line. And, and we don't even mean, say what that means. But in other conversations we've had about cheating, yeah. we talk about cheating as as like a fun tool. Who cares? And yeah. and not hurting anybody. Right. But in this conversation, we would say that's not cheating. I have two more examples. Okay. Um, Ellen's like, I don't want your diver- like, <laughs> we're not We're not there yet, Mark. Yeah. We're not ready. For- no, I have two more examples. I think the first example is going to be maybe close to what we just talked about. But the, right. I think the last one's going to throw you guys for a little loop. Yay. Um, <laughs> and if I'm wrong, that's interesting. Then I'll be thrown for a loop. Uh-huh. Um, okay. <laughs> Someone will be thrown for a loop <laughs> tonight. Who will it be? <laughs> it's so hot in this room. <laughs> we can't laugh because we breathe more. And then it gets hot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <sighs> okay. The... I'm going to swear you guys. You had some more examples. I did. <laughs> I'm working up to it because okay, okay. I'm preparing everyone for some profanity. Oh, uh, no. The damned Probably water temple, you guys. <laughs> that damned water temple. That's barely a curse word. I would accept that. <laughs> I had to tone it down from what was in my head. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you, you for that. Y- yeah. You know you know the one. You know the one I'm talking about. Yes. In Ocarina all. of Time. I don't. I've never played Ocarina of Time. <sighs> <laughs> I played Ocarina of Time up to the point when you got to Adult Link and it got too scary for me because of all the redeads. So I stopped playing. Oh my gosh, you guys are, you're, that's Steven, Steven, that's adorable. Oh. And Mark, wow. I'm thrown for a loop. Oh, it worked. Okay. Uh, this well, is the wrong one, though. This is the fourth one. But I've heard people say about how horrible it is. Yeah. But I want, I, I, I might need you to explain it for me. Yeah, okay, so it's really, really difficult, right? Yeah. And oh, okay. Is I, that it? Um, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's both difficult and tedious because uh, you have yeah. to keep going into the menu to switch your boots from metal boots to non-metal boots to go sink up and down the water. Right, like collecting Zonai. In- <laughs> is the game. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the water's going up and down and it's like, you know, like N64 era polygons and it's yeah. difficult to make sense of the world sometimes. And sure. I played it after everyone else 
because I was just, you know, always like a generation or two behind in systems. <laughs> okay. Um, and so I was really, st- I was stuck and I was mm. angry and I was stuck and I was angry and I tried to walk away, come back to it. Nope, still stuck. And I'm even more confused because I spent three days away from it trying yeah. to like just shake my brain. And lose- yeah. No, I just like lost track of where I was. Yeah. So I just looked it up. Yeah. Okay. I looked it up. I followed a guide yeah. and I followed it exactly. And I still was lost. And I tried again and I followed it exactly. And I still was lost. Oh, and I well. found another guide and I followed that one. And I, okay, finally worked. Nice. Was that cheating? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Nah, it's not cheating. You just, yeah, for advice. Yeah, that's yeah. not cheating. I mean, step by step showed me what to do. Whatever. It's still, not I cheating. mean, I think what you did is you just skipped a challenge. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. If you want to say, like, cheating is fine, then sure, that's cheating. Because it wasn't what you were supposed to do. Yeah. You got the answer to the puzzle without figuring it out yourself. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's getting the, it's quiz show, right? Yeah. yeah um, okay. But, but yeah, I mean, who's going to get mad about that? Yeah. So it, by other definition, it's not cheating because uh, you're, my- you're, not, you're, not, you're not wrecking anything. You're not ruining anything. By my definition of cheating, which is you're breaking the rules. I don't think you're breaking the rules. You just got someone to help you out. Interesting. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah, I because that's like, fine. the mechanics of the game don't force you to figure it out. On yeah, ultimately, own. the game just wants you to get through the temple. And if right. you get, however you get through, the game doesn't know how you got through the temple. If you got through the temple by a guide or you figured it out yourself, whatever. Right. I think the developers intended for you to try to solve this puzzle. Oh, I did. I did try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and so they had an experience in mind. But like you're in order for you to continue having the rest of the experience, you used a guide to help you get through this particularly frustrating experience. I think that's. I well, think I that's. Think, I would not I define think, that as cheating. I think you're underselling it. What okay. Ellen actually did was just skip it no, by, yeah, yeah, by yeah. following instructions. Absolutely, it, was, it wasn't assistance. It wasn't help. Okay, that's fair. It was the answer. That's fair, right? That's fair. yeah. That's so fair. how so how is that different from say putting in a code to skip to the next level? Other than the labor you have to do, uh huh. Uh, is that worth anything? In my mind, no. <laughs> okay, I gotta think about this. Because this is important. Because I had a specific definition of how cheating works, and uh, Mark is trying to challenge that, and I don't appreciate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Would you say you're thrown for a loop? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was actually two of the three of us got thrown for a loop. Yeah. Okay. Well, and we haven't gotten to the last story yet either. I know. I'm still on the table, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a good question. That. What's the difference between it? I well, okay. I think part of the difference is I don't know. I guess to me, it just just feels like you're just getting. Ultimately, you are skipping it. Yeah. But like, it'd be just like if I don't know. Uh, I was having a hard time uh, doing a certain jump, and I asked my dad to help me get through it in mm-hmm. like Super Mario sixty four or something. It is your. It's a. It's an experience that the developer did not intend. But I don't think you're breaking the rules because my dad. You're. Uh, my dad would still have to go through the game using the same set of rules that I had. Mm-hmm. I was locked on. Right. Right. So it feels to me like it's not cheating in that way. I would right. not describe it as cheating. I would describe it as you missing out on an experience, but yeah. that experience, you had Having been trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were trying to have that experience and the experience was frustrating and difficult for you at the time. So you uh, opted to skip it. So I, I, I think that's. I would not. I would not classify that as cheating, but I would classify that as you. You know, okay. skip, skipping on, missing out on an experience. Yeah, I have a definition for what's different about it. Okay. Yes. Um, which is, and this is very contextual. Depends yeah. on the person doing the skipping. Yeah. Right. And this just applies if you're going through a guide or you know doing whatever. Yeah. Is the act of play mm-hmm. is that still happening? Oh. Ooh. Right? Yeah, okay. Because we think about, we're, we're defining games in terms of challenge and completion. Yeah. But that's not what games are. Right. Games are experiences. They're, yes. they're it's that labor. Yeah, yeah. It's the act of play. Mm-hmm. And I was, at times that I have looked up the answer and gone through it, I have, it has been a skip because I was not playing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just pressing buttons. That's fair. Other times, I was like, is it over there or over there? I don't want to spend the time to look in both directions. I'll look up to see which direction it is, mm. but then I still get to play the game. Yeah, okay. I just get to. I just skipped out on some frustrating. Things. You just got a hint. It's case by case. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for me with the water temple, the um, the <laughs> any possibility of play had left hours before, <laughs> and so right as in the right. in the maybe two thirds of your of your untarnished attempts. <laughs> unassisted attempts. Right. You were also no longer playing the game. Yeah. Well, I definitely yeah. wasn't having fun. Yeah. Right. Like, and so, um, 
Yeah, so it makes. I think that's an operating the software. Basically, yes. I was just. I was attempting. So we're yeah. all doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Last one. Okay. Um, I'm getting ready. Get, get right? ready. Gosh. Limber up. Uh-huh. All right. So I uh, every about more or less every week, mm-hmm. um, I get to do brunch with my uh, my husband's sister mm-hmm. and her husband and their two boys, my nephews. Um, I have three nephews, but one of them is with a different sister. So okay. um, I have my two nephews, one who's almost uh, almost two <gasps> and wow. one who's almost seven. Uh, a couple months away from being seven, just finished kindergarten. Ooh, it's like cool. a, he's an old. He was an old kindergartner. Mm. Um, anyway, so he like summer break started on Saturday for him. It's super exciting. And then yeah. Sunday we had brunch and went over. And so he he received as a gift for the start of summer vacation a Nintendo sixty four. Right? Really? With, wow! With, Lucky kid. I know. <laughs> with Nintendo sixty four stack of games. <laughs> That's so great. I love it. He's got 007, yeah. Double Nine. He's got like NBA Jam. Yeah. He's got Star Fox. Wow. Right? Oh, that's great. Um, he's got Smash Brothers. Ooh. And he has um Mario Kart 64. Nice. Which he really likes. And so he's played some Mario Kart on Switch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which was very cute because I think when he was playing Switch, he like used like the motion controls. Uh-huh. So oh, he started yeah. trying to use that. He was like, trying to turn the <laughs> oh, 64 yeah. controller all the way one way. And then anyway. Yeah. Okay, so he's had it for a day at this point, and um, it's you know an older style controller, and there's, it's pretty big, and he's got smaller hands. Yep. Um, so we were he's really excited to play, and we go play, and we start playing um, Mario Kart 64, and I want to be Bowser because it's funny. <laughs> Bowser's huge, and he's on this tiny cart. Yeah, love playing Bowser. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he wants to be Mario. Um, he did make me play as Luigi once, uh, <laughs> just for thematic purposes, I guess. Oh. Uh, anyway, and. You know, he's a kid. He really wants to win. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he asked me. He said, can you let me win? I want to win. And okay. I said, okay. Okay. And I did. Yeah. Okay. Cheating? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mark, why isn't it cheating? Because he said, do you want to play this game? And you said, yes. Okay. Stephen? You agreed to the terms. Of the encounter, <laughs> and you both fulfilled your briefs. <laughs> we did. We did both have fun. He had fun, and yeah. I also had fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you learn something from that? Did I learn something? Did Did your nephew learn something from that experience? Uh, I mean, he's always learning. Well, it, my point is, he's supposed to get beat down. <laughs> that's how you learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why Eric and John came in later, and Eric uh, demolished everyone. Yeah. Well, there you go. But um. No. Okay. Okay. Back I, to the I original think example. It's cheating. Okay, but you know it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would not have done it, but it's fine. <laughs> You'd have not let that kid win. No, I think that's really interesting. Well, I would not let my nephew win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, interesting. Well, I don't okay. have a nephew. But okay, I'm okay, like... <laughs> all right. Yeah. You are playing Mario Kart sixty four with Ellen's nephew. Ellen's nephew asks you. Oh man, to let, to let him win. <laughs> do I do it? Yeah. I mean, I probably would do it in that because it'd be awkward, but I think that yeah. would still be cheating. Yeah. I think. It's, I think it's still but cheating. You're doing the cheating. Yeah. Okay. It's not like I've never cheated before. <laughs> you act like I've never cheated before. <laughs> I'm not standing on some moral high ground. <laughs> I think cheating is fine. I would just define it as cheating. Just yeah. know what you're doing. That is what you're doing. I think it's okay. Yeah. You're just changing the experience so yeah. that your nephew has a good time. Yeah. So that's fine. It was, well, it was really interesting. It was like, and, you know, it was, it was interesting for me to watch my own like emotional reaction to that question. Yeah. yeah. Um, because like I instantly said yes. And then I after we were playing and I'm like, did I do the right thing as Auntie Ellen to like say yes to this? Like, am I not supposed to teach him that he's supposed to earn his wins? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, what he learned yeah. here was that I'm looking out for him having a good time. Yeah. 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 And I that's more important. Yeah. Yeah. There's a school of thought which is like, don't let your kids win. Teach them the value of of like fair sport and and I really really reject that. Mm. Like I think one because I don't think winning has value. Sure, right. <laughs> I've said that before about games. Yeah, right. And I think that like the the more you value winning, the more 
the worse off you are in life. Mm. Uh, I think. I mean, it can you can it has tangible benefits. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In a, in competitive environments. Yeah. But you can get those elsewhere. Mm. And so I think like teaching the kid that lesson that like no they can't just have it given to them. It feels unfair and it feels like you know, just giving them a treat for no, no thing, but it's a, it's a game they're supposed, that is a treat for them. Yeah. yeah. Right. And also a lot, of, I feel like a lot of times people will, you know, use that as, they will use that as a way to feel better about themselves because they beat a seven year old at, at an old video game. Well, I, don't, I mean, that's not part of my argument. <laughs> well, no, it's part of my argument. I think people do that. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I think, I don't know. I think there's like, I, I guess I agree with that. I don't think that I don't think that it's good to teach kids that like you know um, you can only win if somebody else loses. Yeah. You can only enjoy an experience right. if somebody else is not enjoying it. Yeah, the key there is to is to is it's not to deny them that experience. It's to then teach them the follow up, which is empathy. Which is that mm -hmm. if someone else asks them to throw a game, like a younger sibling, mm -hmm. that's the lesson they should learn. Yeah, that it's okay. Like that, and that's the thing about selflessness. And like those are the kinds of things that you can teach way better with other methods, including playing games, mm -hmm. than the hard lesson of you got to earn your bones. You right. Know? Well, see, and that's the thing, right? I, I feel like I would want to change the competition instead of making it just, uh, you know, your your nephew just automatically wins. Like, I would do it where, like, I have to, I don't know, what. how would you handicap yourself in, in Mario Kart 64? Uh... I can't think of anything. Throw bananas and run into them. You can't use any items? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Like, I would just, I would try to make it, I would try to make the challenge more interesting for yourself and more interesting mm -hmm. uh, for your, for my nephew. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if they, if they get some satisfaction out of like this, the, I mean, the, the skill of, of, of trying something until you, they get good at it. Yeah. And if they're denied that by not being, not having that challenge set to them. Yeah. They will know that. Mm -hmm. right. They will. You, you you read their reactions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. You don't have to govern it for them. Yeah. Um. You know. Trust like, the children. <laughs> I mean, but also you're playing the game too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's yeah, like yeah. so you both should be able to get a, an enjoyable experience out of it. Right. Yeah. The point of the experience isn't to win a Mario Kart. It's to spend time with my nephew. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and yeah. So that's what we did. And we had a really good time. And I did what you what you said, Stephen. Just naturally, like I'm like, okay, um, I'm not gonna beat my nephew. I am going to try to get as close as I can to right behind him. So <laughs> yeah. whatever he is, I, I need to be the next place back. Yeah. And that was that was a good challenge. There's a shared fiction to that that, that, that people do with kids all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I so many kids have knocked me over with like a tennis ball. Yeah. And <laughs> they they know a tennis ball is not going to knock me over. Right, yeah. And that's part of the, what's fun about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Like that, it's those fictions are healthy. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so they're just you know, just barely ecking it out. Like they know, they know that it's a that's a fiction. They asked you to participate. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I said absolutely, I will. And also, you should know, like, not everyone's going to say yes to that question. Mm. That's a really good. That's a reaction. Yeah. Which is yeah. really good. And so we had he and I had a really good time playing one on one, and then we had a couple other people play, and they didn't have you know we didn't have that conversation with right. them. They didn't let him win, and he was a little frustrated by it. And yeah. so I had to remind him, like, remember I told you, like. Not everyone's going to say yes to that question. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't want to keep playing, that's fine. We can stop. And we did. And we ended up going down in the basement and playing dodgeball. Pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> Everybody wins. Exactly. Um, but one of, I think the cool thing I'm going to end part one on is that after we played a few games of Mario Kart and he was getting more familiar with the controls, not familiar enough, they didn't start, stop like steering yeah. <laughs> like it was a wheel, yeah. um, which was adorable. Mm -hmm. But like, we switched to a different track and I just completely bombed <laughs> and he beat the whole field on his own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He came in number one. Nice. No cheating. Mm -hmm. He just beat me. Yeah. He beat all the other computer characters. He just, he just won. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about that like a few more times throughout the rest of the day. Even when we were done playing, he's like, I told, I won. I'm like, yeah, you completely won. And there was yeah. like no if, ands or buts. Like you, you won that race. Right. And he felt pretty good about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like he wouldn't have had that opportunity if he hadn't been, you know, allowed to just play and feel good about playing, mm -hmm. which is yeah. what I enabled him to do by agreeing to his rules. Yes. Right. Some people are motivated by the, like climbing the, the, the wall and some people just want to hang out and then they, by osmosis, you know, absorb what they need to get over that wall. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like, it's not the same for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I guess he's more of an osmosis kid and yeah. I, I get that because I feel like I'm more of an osmosis person. So, yeah. 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 Dodgeball was cool too.
There are no rules to dodgeball. <laughs> Can't cheat them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just imagining you like, all right, I let you win here. But because there are no rules, I'm going to pelt you with dodgeball for 20 minutes. <laughs> we did have one thing where we, we had one like a game mode to dodgeball. Yeah. There are a few different game modes. One of them is called butt ball where you just throw each other, throw the balls at your butts. Nice. That's what you do. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was another one where we just like traded off like lining all the balls up in a row and then and the other person would stand on the other side of the room and the other person next to the balls would just pick them up one at a cut just like chuck them really fast <laughs> anyway that's fun yeah he's a cool kid cool kids mm-hmm. definitely recommend nephews <laughs> <laughs> i'll work on that <laughs> how am i supposed to take that home <laughs> <laughs> i didn't expect you to dig into it more so <laughs> I 10 out of 10 would create lasting memories again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's our show. For show notes and links on today's topics, go to our website, nicegames.club. Forget that. Go to nicegames.club slash glom. Yeah, go there. Buy glom. Yes, yes. <laughs> All correct. Nicegames.club slash glom. Go there. Get our game. Visit us on Twitter and Mastodon at Nice Games Club, where Dale tweets and toots about game dev resources and puppy appetite approximated appointed pages. This is a glom tweet. Go get glom. <laughs> we like hearing from you, so tweet and toot back or email us, contact at nicegames.club. Nice Games Club is on Patreon. Support the show and get stuff, including ad-free episodes. Sign up at patreon.com slash nicegamesclub. If you want to keep things more casual, just stop by nicegames.club slash discord and say hello. Well, that's it for this week. So, until we start again, remember to play nice and don't cheat. And make nice. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.